that's really how it got started. It was just, I was a little bit bored and felt like I needed to do more things with my kids, my kids who don't craft. So we don't do well at home. So we needed to go out and find things to do. I've met some great parents along the way, made some new friends and discovered all that Rochester has to uh, share, which shocked me. All of the family-friendly things are from here. Welcome to the Movable Podcast, where we interview using education, movement, and play from around the world. Here's your host, my daddy, Brian Lane. Today's guest is known for highlighting fun places to go and take your family out and about in the Rochester area. From parks to local businesses, you can find something for everyone on her page. Here to talk about Tots and Rock, please welcome Joanna Whitbeck. Hi, Joanna. Thanks for coming on the show. Hi. Thank you for having me. This is new and exciting for me, for sure. Yeah, cool. It's it's still, it may not seem like it to people out there, but it's still new and exciting for me, too, because I've only been doing this for a few months, so. Well, you seem seasoned to me. Yeah, not quite, but but thank you. Yeah. Um, so first off, do you want to talk about how Tots and Rock got started? Sure. Um, I started this just about one year ago, so it hasn't even been that long. Um, about a year ago, I had a, well, I still, I have a two and a four-year-old now, but they were three and one at the time. And I had just made the decision to work part-time. I wanted to spend more time at home with them. And we were able to swing it with my job and my husband's job. So I work evenings. So I have the days free. And so all of a sudden, here I am with a three and a one-year-old. And I'm <laughs> wondering, well, now what? <laughs> what, yeah. do, what do I do with them? So we did libraries. We did, you know, all the things that you would imagine, you know, playgrounds, things like that. And eventually that got a little bit old and I got a little bored of that. And these days are supposed to be magical with your kids. And, you know, it's a little bit isolating. And I was thinking, what am I going to do now? Um, and so I started looking around Instagram, looking around Facebook, and there's a bunch of other parents in the area that do similar things, um, mm. whether it's play groups or, you know, highlighting local businesses. And there's a couple in Rochester, there's some over in Buffalo. So I kind of was inspired to, why don't we start highlighting some of the things we do, I needed some motivation to mm -hmm. get out and find some new places. So I took to the internet, started looking to see what we could find. And that kind of helped get out of that parenting rut that I felt like I was in. And I've met some great parents along the way, made some new friends and discovered all that Rochester has to uh, share, which shocked me, all of the family-friendly things yeah. here. So that's really how it got started. It was just, I was a little bit bored and felt like I needed to do more things with my kids, my kids who don't craft. So we don't yeah. do well at home. So we needed to go out and find things to do. So you have two boys, right? I have two little boys and we have a third we don't know the gender, but we have a third one on the way in September. So we will awesome. see how that goes. Are you going to find out? We are not. We are oh, hoping man. to just, you know, be surprised. I heard it's a great surprise. So we are holding out for that. Oh, so you found out for the first two? We did find out for the first two. And then I had said I wanted to try to be surprised. So we've made it now 
to the third trimester and <laughs> we still don't know and it is killing me not to know but oh i can't imagine i know whoever whoever arrives we are just hoping for a healthy a healthy baby yeah well good for you i know that's not easy to just kind of sit there waiting until that no. final day to find out it's harder than i thought <laughs> yeah how has it been for you getting out and about when you're getting as you're getting farther along in the pregnancy um so it's actually not as hard as I thought it was going to be. I had two winter pregnancies with my last two boys and okay. everyone had always said how difficult a summer pregnancy would be. And I don't mind the heat. I think it's nice just to be able to get outside and kind of sit and watch them play. So when you have a winter pregnancy, you're like getting the boots and the hats and the gloves and everything has to, you have to like trek out to the car and try not to slip and you're, 30 pounds heavier mm -hmm. and hoping you don't hit the ground. So yeah, it's been, it can be scary. it's been challenging, but um, it's also been nice now that things are starting to open back up and the weather is nice. So we have anything seems better than the last three months, basically yeah. that yeah. we've had around here. So yeah, it's been too bad. I know it's funny how sometimes some of these drive up places where you can drive up and whatever it is, whether it's a drive in movie at the frontier field or something like that. It's so much more enticing now just because of what we've gone through in these past few months. I think it's been great to see the creativity that a lot of the businesses have kind of been forced to come up with. Yeah, I agree. So we try to support them when we can, when it makes sense. And I just mm -hmm. hope that everybody that, was open before everything started can kind of reopen. Yeah. After. It's funny what you said about being home during the day like that. Cause I'm a teacher. So I have summers off, which is amazing. Yes. But when I'm home with my son, like the first few days of summer, I'm like, Oh, this is great. We're going to do this, that. And then after like three days, I'm like, okay, what are we going to do now? And it can be overwhelming. It is. Trying yeah. to figure it out. And you're surrounded by, you know, little, little people and you should, you shouldn't feel lonely or isolated or you're like, Oh, this is, this is so great. And then you're sitting there and you're like, well, everybody constantly needs something from me. I can't just keep sitting. Like we need to go out and do something. And I found that that kind of helps make the day go by. I enjoy yep. the time much more and I think they have a great time. And, but yeah, being, being home with kids full time is, is hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, it's been amazing. I, I feel bad saying this sometimes because I know a lot of people have some really difficult situations they're in right now, yeah. but my wife and I have both been working from home. So but between the three of us, we've been able to go out and do stuff together. And we notice as soon as we're getting stir crazy inside and we're getting like, we can get irritated about stuff easier. As soon as we go somewhere, like you said, and just get out and do oh, something. Yeah. All the way. Oh yeah. Especially, you know, if we find something outside, like a nice trail, you just get the sun. I, I think that's, yep. The nice weather has been huge for everyone's moods around here. Yeah, I agree. You talked about when you first got started with this, you talked about kind of looking stuff up on Facebook and Instagram to try to find places to go. Is that still the way you find these things out or are people submitting recommendations to you now? It is. It's a little bit of everything. So it is looking at what other parents are doing on the internet. It's a lot of... Um, when I'm on, it's mostly through Instagram. That's how I've found the majority of the businesses. Mm -hmm. But it's other parents that, you know, I follow on Instagram and I see them going to a place 
and then I'll just message them and ask them kind of the details on it. How far was it? Is this toddler friendly? And there's been some that have looked great, but then I've messaged them and they said, well, it's not really great for, you know, a two and a four year old. And yeah. Um, so it's been a combination. There's a couple other parents in the area that do something similar. So we've done play groups and have found new businesses. So it's just been a combination of every, everybody kind of chipping in. And yeah, also there's, nice. some good blo- there's some really good blogs um, uh, that have highlighted a lot of like day trips around Rochester and, and things like that. So mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of information out there. It's just trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. Which recommendations do you follow or which ones oh, do you look at? Yeah. And that was partly why I wanted to, st- I just wanted to kind of do a very short and sweet version of kind of how our experience was doing this particular activity. And there's been some that I've posted that have been either the kids weren't into it or mm-hmm. I wasn't into it or, you know, any multitude of reasons that it just wasn't a success. And yep. I have to try to find a way to, uh, kind to show that, but also not, you know, speak negatively about any business. So, yep. Yeah. And I think you do a great job of that. Cause what's been cool for my wife and I is like, like you were saying before, we've learned so much more about this Rochester, the greater Rochester yeah. area that like, like I didn't even know that park existed. It's oh, just yeah. like a little trail off some road that you didn't even know was there. Oh, I know. But because you highlighted it, we've gone. Yeah. There's um there's another mom in the area who has a great website. She has it's Rachacha Mama. Um, okay. She has a website and she has done all of the playgrounds and parks. And I'll occasionally um, stop on her website and see what's up. If you're in like a certain town, you can look up all of the playgrounds there. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and they have you know there's other moms in Buffalo that have done. So we travel to Buffalo and kind of look around there and. Mm-hmm. It's just like a collaborative effort, and they just kind of have been showing our experience. Uh, exploring (laughs) yeah and that's great especially if you have kids that are close to your age or just like i mean like your site says tots and rock just having younger kids it's good to to see an actual example of what the place looks like and what you can do there and some highlights with it yeah um so how has it been i i know like some of the museums around here and indoor places have opened up and you've gone there how has that been so we went to the Museum of Play this past weekend, and I was mm. honestly, I was shocked at how great of an experience we had. Uh, we're members there, so it's open only to members right now, but okay. um, you know, everybody had their masks on. The staff was continuously sanitizing. Uh, there were not a lot of people there because you have to pre get your tickets. Um, my husband took the kids to the zoo, he said that that was you know, no problem. It's a little bit of a challenge with kids and, you know, even adults outside with the heat and the mask. So I think that mm-hmm. that's kind of, uh, kind of tricky. Um, yeah. But we've gone to anything that's open. We have tried to get to basically mm. the science yeah. museum we've gone to, they had a lot of stuff that was, um, they just took a lot of the hands on stuff away because they're a little bit more, um, your traditional museum based and a little mm-hmm. bit less hands on is, is like a museum of play. Uh, mm-hmm. But still I had no, no problem with feeling unsafe, I guess. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> no problem with feeling safe. Yeah. What was the vibe you got from the other people there? Did people seem kind of overly concerned with being careful or? No, I, I think that anybody that had gone out, at least from my perspective, 
was just so excited to be there. And I mm -hmm. think had a realistic expectation that, you know, regardless of how much the place will sanitize, regardless of, you know, any social distancing measures that are in place, you have kids and it's never going to be perfect. And I was kind of like, nobody, I was nervous. You know, my kid had his hand in his mouth. I'm afraid people mm. are going to look at him and, you know, just yeah. the side eye. But yeah. there was none of that. I think it's oh, good. I think that the people that are, you know, still on, every, there's a spectrum and anyone that's uncomfortable, it's totally fine. And I think that they're not going to push themselves to go to a museum of play because there's lots of points of touch. So I think that there's just such a broad spectrum and anyone that's out is pretty comfortable, at least from what I've seen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how tricky of a situation it is. I mean, we went to a playground today in Greece and uh, my son was just running around playing with the other kids. And there was this one boy that kind of was like attached to him. Like they wanted to be friends and play together and we were fine with it. Yeah. And uh, we left just for a second to go to our car and when we came back the boy ran up and gave him a big hug and like i felt bad because my first instinct was like don't touch him don't touch him but then i, I was like know. whatever what are you gonna do I, i'm oh. not gonna tell another kid not to hug him i i we had a very similar situation we went over to the syracuse zoo that had opened very early and a little boy just wanted to give hugs and <laughs> i was okay with it i just i didn't know if the mom was gonna be i think it's more yeah. just how do we think the other parents we, i just want to be respectful of of other parents and their exactly. comfort level. So it's, that's, yep. I think the only sticky situation. I agree. And that's, what's crazy. I mean, me being a teacher, that's what I'm worried about in the fall. Yeah. If, and when we go back to school in person, it's just yeah. the, the touching and the interaction that kids I do know. with each other all the time. It's beautiful. And you don't want to stop that, I but know. how do we still let some of those things happen safely? I have no idea. I know I'm, a little bit nervous to see what happens with schools in the fall, but yeah. Well, one other thing that's slightly off topic, I guess, but you posted on your Instagram the other day about how following with the Dave Ramsey plan, you guys are student loan debt free. Yes. So we, congratulations. Uh, thank you. That was a huge, huge project for us. And um, I don't know if, are you familiar with Dave? Ramsey? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, um, that little seed got planted probably a couple of years ago. And I was seeing around, around, honestly, Instagram is where I found most things and people were posting that they were debt free. And we thought that, you know, we had another, you know, seven years, we were kind of stuck paying these mm -hmm. you know, $100 a month payments on the student loans. And I just started looking more into it. And then I heard his podcast on, um, or he does a radio show on Sirius yep. XM. And one thing led to another. And my husband is very, number savvy and he did all of the accounting for us and we just made it happen yeah it's great <laughs> yeah that's amazing i mean we've we've like dabbled in it once in a while but to be honest yeah. it's hard to have the self-control to be able to be like uh let's not go out to dinner tonight or something because yeah. half the time with us we're like let's just let's just do it and then one thing adds to another i know and that that's honestly where most of our money was going it was you know for you know, thirty to sixty dollar purchases here and there that just yep. kept adding up. Um, so once we just did cash for our monthly, you know, fund money, I found mm -hmm. that that really helped. Yeah, I think that's a really important thing that we want to try to get back to because when we did that, it really it helped us too a lot. We bought yeah. envelopes and used the envelopes and yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I found so I know that Dave recommends you do basically everything in cash, and we mm. did we did all of our bills online and did everything online that we could, um, and then all of our like excess you know excess spending you know things that I don't need you know I don't mm-hmm. need to go get a pedicure I don't need this new shirt that all came out of that fun money for the month that we okay. had allotted or the activities with the kids yeah um, but yeah once we started going it was it was good. Yeah, that's good. Has that affected your activities or things that you're doing with your family going out and about? Yeah, I honestly, I thought it was going to affect us much more because it's so mm-hmm. easy to just go out, swipe the credit card to get lunch yep. and you're out with the kids or just mm-hmm. you know swipe to do this particular activity. And I think that we had budgeted pretty well for it. And almost everywhere except cash. So I was able to pay for everything in cash. And it, it, I, my husband and I have talked about it. You know, we, we never felt like throughout the past year, we really missed out on anything. I mean, there was a few times here and there that we, you know, had to say no and we didn't do the big trip. But honestly, my only regret is that we didn't do it sooner. I just like, hmm. look back and I'm like, why did we not do this? You know, when we had a newborn, it would have been so easy. So. Yeah. I know. I've heard people say that same thing too. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, you just kind of you, you get into it. And then, you know, if we run out of money for the month. It's we go to the library or we go to a park or we just don't do the, you know, the things that cost money that month. Yep. And how big of an how important of a lesson is that for your kids to learn too? like, I mean, I know it's hard, but even as adults, like we don't we don't want that to happen. We don't want to get to the point where we're like, well, we don't have the money, so we can't get this right now. But we will but, soon. Yeah. It's that delayed gratification. I know. That's something that um, I'm just starting to, my husband and I were just starting to talk about like how we can introduce that concept to my son. He doesn't quite understand, you know, why we can't just go to Target and get a new toy or why Mm -hmm. we can't just, you know, get this for lunch whenever we want. And I try to explain to him, oh, we just, we don't have the money right now. Yeah. So we're trying to come up with a way for him to, you know, earn things and maybe earn activities, which I'll have to take to the internet next to yeah. look up some ideas because he's just yeah. about the age where he can start to understand that. Okay. Yeah, that's good that you're thinking about that though, because that definitely is a great lesson. I'm sure Dave Ramsey has written a book about it. We should I will look into it. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. So now to get to the nitty gritty here, I wanted to ask you. And I know it's probably difficult to do this, but I wanted to ask you to rank some of your favorite places oh, that you've yeah. been to. So first thing we could start with is the indoor places first. Oh so God. if you want to give me like your top three or more, if you want to top yeah. three favorite indoor places to go. All right. So I did, I made a little list here. Um, I think uh, no surprise to anyone would be the museum of play. I mean, that's mm-hmm. number one. You come up here, that's where you want to go. The yeah. Science Museum would be a close second, I think particularly with a bit older kids. Um, so if somebody's listening with, you know, elementary age kids. Right now, mm-hmm. there's not as much open there, as I had said before, but um, that's always been on our list. We love it there. Um, we really love, there's a ton of indoor play cafes, something I had never knew existed until you know, the past six months or a year, um, we yeah. have Ladybug's Play Cafe okay. Airport. That's one of our favorites, sure. but I know that there's 
Um, the Circle of Play, also in Fairport, and there's Pure Imagination Cafe over in uh, the Gates area. So there's a bunch of those. Okay. Um, and there's just so much. There's, you know, we love the trampoline, uh, the altitude places. They have toddler time. The libraries, mm. of course, those are free, and we love those. So I, I think those are probably the top of our list for indoor places. Yeah, and you think your kids would agree with you, probably too. I think so. That definitely, yeah. the Museum of Play is. I think if you live in or around Rochester, just we've hit the jackpot with that being here. So we yep. love it. Yeah, cool. I actually grew up in Lindenville. I don't know if you've ever heard of. I've heard that. of it. Yeah, it's like. Uh, no, it's actually the opposite direction. It's about halfway between Rochester and Niagara Falls, huh. um, nor up north by the lake. Yeah. Um, but I didn't even know the Museum of Play existed when I was younger, just because oh, yeah. we were never out that way. And uh, the first time I went there, I was a camp counselor for a YMCA camp out in Rochester. Yeah. And we went there and I was like, I was like 19 years old, but I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I felt like oh, a little yeah. kid again. No. And then ever since then, I've we've taken our son there, and I've gone on field trips for school there. I love it. Yeah, the um, the uh, Buffalo has a great one too. The Explore and More Kids Museum. It's brand new and it's beautiful. Oh, it's one of our Explore favorites. and More Kids it's Museum. Explore and More Children's Museum in Buffalo. It's right down on the waterfront. We it's beautiful. It's brand wow. new. Okay, that's good right. to know. Yeah, it's it was like you were saying before though just being able to kind of collaborate with other people and talk with other parents about places they like. I mean, you learn so much about your area and the surrounding area that you can go to. Yeah. Well, that's how we discovered the explore and more. The one in Buffalo is another mom in Buffalo. She runs an Instagram account and she had posted her kids going there and just sharing about the business. Hmm. And so we went and we loved it. So, Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, so those are your favorite indoor places. How about, outdoor ones now. all right so let's see gotta i think probably our favorite is going to be the lake fronts whether it's going down to canadegua um and the beach we like uh sodas it's, i think it's sodas beach sodas bay park there's a, a beach with a playground it's about 45 minutes but that's a nice spot to go so the lake's number one for sure just going down to the beaches okay. most are free so that's number one um we mm -hmm. love Menden Ponds Park, the the ferry trail there. I don't know if you guys have checked. It out. Oh yeah, that is we love. Yep, absolutely love that place. They've done a great job with the ferry trail there. Um, and another one, I was actually going back through my Instagram trying to come up with some outdoor ideas, and I completely forgot about all of the farms in the area that offer all of the outdoor play areas for kids and families, or it's mm -hmm. berry picking. So there's Wickham Park, uh, Wickham Farms. Powers Farm Market and the Longacre Farms. And Powers does a beautiful job in the winter too with this, uh, all the Christmas lights and displays. So I think those are really yeah. good. And it's really inexpensive to go to those for the most part, you know, unless you've got a ton of kids in tow. But um, yeah, I agree. Have you been out to, uh, have you been out to Stokey Farms at all? We have not gone. That's uh, over like Brockport area. Is that out there? The yes. West yeah, a little bit south yeah, of there, but yeah. That's on our that's gonna be fall bucket list. If I can get three kids three kids out there, we're gonna do it. Yeah. But I've seen pictures, a lot of people post them and that looks really amazing. Yeah, it's cool there. They just have a ton of like just different activities there. They have 
um, like big, huge slides that go down. I think they call it Billy Goat yeah. Mountain or something like that. Zip lines, uh, spots where you can shoot basketballs and launch pumpkins, just all kinds of stuff. I know. I've, I've seen yeah, it's, a it's similar to, um, I think, Powers Farm Market, who just redid their entire outdoor space. Um, oh, wow. So we, that's on our list. Okay. I've got, I have a huge running list. Yeah. It's probably got about 40 items on it right now wow. of just either restaurants or trails or just different businesses that we want to try to stop in and see. Yeah, cool. Up until this quarantine, I had like a we our family had a few favorites that we just kept on going to over yeah. and over again. And then now we've been exposed to mil, a million different places, it seems like. Oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, it was rough. The, the quarantine was took a lot of that away, but yeah, it's all coming back now. How have your kids been handling that? Just mask wearing and all that kind of stuff. So the surprise. So our pediatrician actually, when we had gone for my son's four-year checkup, we had our two-year-old in tow, and they were pretty clear that they actually don't recommend masks for kids under four which I think oh. contradicts the CDC guidelines who recommends masks for kids two and up mm-hmm. um, or over two years old. So I haven't even put a mask on my two-year-olds and my four-year-old has been totally fine, surprisingly fine with it. Yeah. Um, but I know that if I you know, attempted to put it on my two-year-old, he would just be taking it on and off and touching his face. And I think it would defeat the purpose, True. honestly, of the mask. Yeah, yeah, because they'll be touching their face more than they normally yeah. would. Yeah, we do our best. You know, my my four year old is great with it. You know, we wear it when we when we need to. So we're just just trying to go with the flow yeah. and go wherever we can. We'll do whatever we need to do to go there. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, Joanna, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about, or uh... I don't think so. This has been great. This has been been fun to talk about. Okay. But what I'll do is whenever it's posted, I'll just link it over to our page, and hopefully, some people check it out. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Cause uh, the more we can all work together and spread the word about this stuff, the better, I think. I know. Well, it's like a nice little, little community here. I know that social media gets quite often a bad rap, but I don't think that it's all bad. And I, I haven't agree. really had any, any significantly negative interactions with anyone online. Everything, everybody's been really positive and respectful, even if they, you know, disagreed with some of the either posts or activities or things that we've done. Yep. So it's, it's been so far a really positive experience. Cool.